0: Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Urbandale, Iowa. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Jesus Christ. Today we conclude Mike's message on Luke. Now all of this brings us then to truth point number two this morning, which tells us that God has provided more than enough spiritual light to drive away spiritual darkness, So if spiritual darkness prevails in a heart, it is due to a willful choice to turn away from the discernment and openness that is required to receive his light. Mark this down and never forget it as it relates to this context that we're talking about. The problem always resides in the receptor, never in the originator. The receptor is us. The originator is God. God has never failed to provide all the light necessary. But if we're failing to get it, it's because we're choosing to turn a blind eye. Well, the universal reality that is communicated in verse 34 leads to the exhortation that Jesus gives in verse 35. And it's where the title of this message comes from. Jesus says this, Therefore, be careful, lest the light in you be darkness. Now that, my friends, is the classic definition of an oxymoron. The the truth is, is that light cannot be darkness. I mean, it's impossible. But what is possible is that what one thinks is light may in fact be darkness. For example... Uh, the person who believes that they must find a way to make themselves worthy of God's grace. You know, that thought of self-reform, it looks like light to a great number of people. Even people who are sitting in Bible-based, Christ-centered churches. But the idea of self-reform for salvation is not light, it is actually darkness. That's what Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 And 9 communicate to us for by grace you have been saved through faith and that's not of your own doing it is the gift of God notice not of works lest anyone should boast and then there's the idea that that sinners can maybe look to some other personage or some other thing other than Jesus Christ to find acceptance with God for many Buddhists For many Muslims, for many Hindus, for many Baha'i adherents, that looks like light. But in fact, it is darkness. Acts chapter 4, verses 11 through 12 says that this Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders. Speaking specifically there of national Israel and their leaders. But Peter goes on to say, that, they, that he has become the cornerstone. And he says in verse 12, And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name given under heaven among men by which we must be saved. Jesus sums it up in John chapter 14 verse 6 when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. Truth point number three is something that I want us to pay careful attention to. It says to us that the only way that we can ensure that the light that we think we have is true light is by giving exclusive focus and allegiance to the Lord Jesus Christ. If we're not focused exclusively on Jesus, if he doesn't have our full allegiance, then I'm here to tell you that the light you think you have is actually darkness. But we can be assured that when our focus is squarely placed upon Jesus, then the light that we have is actually light. John chapter 8, verse 12 records Jesus. He says to them, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Well, this brings us to verse 36 and to an application. And based on the words that Jesus concludes with here, it appears that the intended application is this. Catch it. The application is that, is that we will respond to the convicting, convincing work of God's Word and Spirit, receiving with full faith the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the application of all of this, is that we will respond positively to the holy spirit and the word of god as it convicts us of our sins and as it convinces us of the messiahship the saviorship of the lord jesus christ when jesus gains interest entra, entrance into our being he brings with him the presence and power of the holy spirit who then works to illuminate god's word to dispel darkness and to light God's path before us. And so I ask you this question What are you doing with the unquenchable light that God has given you concerning your spiritual need? Are you able to see that your need, the need, the number one need in your life, is for Jesus to be your Savior and Lord? I implore you this morning to not be like the generation of Jesus' day. A generation who denied the light, who turned away because the light was different than what they expected. Let me tell you what, there is no life there. There is no life when we turn away from Jesus. There is no peace. There is no grace. In fact, I will warn us that when we turn away from the light of Jesus Christ, the only thing that awaits us is sure judgment. But if, as the light of Christ shines upon us, we we walk toward that light, desiring to know more and receiving the revelation that that light is giving, then not only will we find life and peace and grace, but we will find rest for our soul. And we will find adoption into the very family of God. That right there, what I just said, is what the gospel is all about. Do you understand the gospel? Have you received the good news of Jesus Christ into your life? Or do you have questions about the gospel? Listen, here at the Mission Church, questions are welcomed. We love for people to come and ask questions. And if you have questions about what it means to be a follower of Jesus, what it means to turn from sin and self to embrace Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, then I want to encourage you to contact us. Now listen, I know that right now we're living in a strange time. We're not just able to gather and be in groups. But you know what? If nothing else, we can connect by phone, we can connect by email, we can connect by text. I want to give you my personal information right now. Because if you have questions about the gospel, I want to talk to you. So there on the screen before you is the contact information for me. My phone number, 515-664-2460. That's my personal cell number. If you want to talk to me or dialogue with me. You can call, you can text. My email is mrose at dsm.org. I hope that you'll take advantage of that and get your questions answered. Now, I want to finish up this morning by just talking to my Christian brothers and sisters. I want you to realize that the light of Christ, when it comes into your life, it, it, it doesn't stop. By simply dispelling the darkness of unbelief in our heart. It does do that. But that's not where it stops. Once the light of faith burns within us, it expands. It expands throughout all of our being, looking to dispel all darkness from our lives. That is called the process of sanctification. Sanctification is... Is The goal of sanctification is to remove every vestige of darkness that is within us by flooding every area of our being with Christ's transformative light. And you know, it's a process that goes on from the time we're born again until the time we cross over into glory. We never arrive on this side of, the, of eternity. But the gospel light is there constantly leading us to transform, to grow, to become more and more like the image of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I ask you this question. What area of darkness is the Holy Spirit shining the light of Christ into in your life lately? In other words, in this last week, in this last month, in this last half year, in this last year, what have you sensed? That the Spirit of God who indwells you, my brothers and sisters, what have you sensed that He is beginning to shine light on that you know is darkness? And He's prompting you to come to the light, to walk away from that darkness, whatever, whether it's an action or an attitude, whatever it may be. Where is He shining the light of the gospel in your life? And as you think about that, I want you to answer this question. Are you surrendering to Him? Or are you resisting Him? That's really the only two choices we have. When the light of Christ shines in our life, we either surrender and allow that light to dispel darkness, or we resist because we want to hold on to that little bit of darkness. Well, listen, I I want to encourage you to take some time today to consider that question, to consider... Where is the Spirit of God shining the light of gospel in your life? And are you surrendering or are you resisting? I want you to consider that question today. And as you begin to identify perhaps some areas that the Lord is working on you, I want to encourage you to, to relinquish your grip on the old life and to fully embrace the transformation that the light of Christ brings. Otherwise, the light of that we may think we have, may actually be darkness. And that would be a tragic, tragic condition. Let's pray. So Father, as we have brought this passage out and expounded on it today, I trust that it's been done by the enabling power of your Holy Spirit. And I trust that the words that have been offered here this morning have been true to the text that you have given us. Now, Lord, I pray for those who may be watching right now from their own living room, perhaps their home office, and your Spirit is speaking to them. Your Spirit is telling them to come to Christ, to open their heart to Him as Savior and Lord. I pray that even right now that they would repent of sin and place their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And if they have questions, that they would reach out and ask them, that the light of your word can flood their heart and bring new eternal life to bear in them. And I pray for my, my Christian family, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I pray that we collectively will remember that, that this light that you bring to us goes beyond just taking away unbelief. But once it takes away unbelief, that it is there to transform and change us. And I pray that as your light being shown upon us by your Spirit as it illuminates places of darkness, that we will relinquish our hold on that darkness and that we'll embrace the light that is being brought to us and thereby then grow in the image and likeness of Jesus. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Ridgemont Drive in Urbandale.